Jazz Heads Radio. We find people whose heads are full of music and we delve inside just for you. Welcome to another episode of Jazz Heads. As you probably know, we're asking people who are passionate about music and we're asking them to pick 10 tracks that they think everyone should hear. This evening, we welcome a real backbone of Wakefield Jazz, Colin Booker who's the chairman of Wakefield Jazz, and he's uh, soon to be resigning his tenure after a long time with the club. In fact, Colin, you have been with the club for quite some time. Uh, Yes, I've been uh, involved with uh, Wakefield Jazz Club for over 20 years now, and for reasons that I'm not quite sure about, I became chairman of Wakefield Jazz about uh, 12 years (laughs) ago, uh, and I've really had uh, a great time being involved with it. But now, I think, as we're approaching our 30th anniversary, it's an appropriate time for me to step down as I am now approaching my 75th uh, (laughs) anniversary on this land. You're going to be leaving us a bit of a legacy. Uh, You've picked 10 tracks for us. And think that the first one is probably what can be described as a bit of a blast. A bit of a blast. Uh, When I was 15, 16 years old, there were two important radio shows for me. Uh, The Goon Show was one, and the Jack Jackson radio show was the other. And it was on the Jack Jackson show that I first heard Count Basie's band. And the kid from Red Bank is my uh, first tune that really had an impression on me and got me involved with jazz from then on. Thank you. 
Well, you, uh, you, you can't be anything other than hugely excited when you hear that for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Uh, I then met a young man called Martin Fox at Leeds Art College. He played clarinet in Ed O'Donnell's band there. And I had some great times with him. Martin became a very good friend of mine until his untimely death in 2001. He played most of his life with the Savannah Jazz Band and they played a New Orleans style that I really like. And the original Dixieland One Step always reminds me of Martin Fox.
So, uh, Colin, what do you have for us next? Next track is a Frank Sinatra song, One For My Baby, and I suppose, like many teenagers, uh, I had my share of broken romance, and I understood an awful lot about what this song had to say. And in particular, I enjoy listening to Frank Sinatra's interpretation of any good song. It's quarter to three There's no one in the place Except you and me So set them up, Joe I got a little story I think you should know We're drinking, my friend To the end Of a brief episode Make it one for my baby And one more for the road I got the routine Put another nickel In the machine Feeling so bad Can't you make the music Easy and sad I could tell you a lot But you've gotta be True to your code Just make it one for my baby And one more for the road You'd never know it But buddy, I'm a kind of poet And I got a lot of things I'd like to say And when I'm gloomy Won't you listen to me Till it's talked away Well, that's how it goes And Joe, I know you're getting Anxious to close And thanks for the cheer I hope you didn't mind My bend in your ear But this torch that I found It's gotta be drowned 
it soon might explode So make it one for my baby And one more for the road The long It's so long So Colin, for the next track, you've picked a band that Alex Sykes, who founded Wakefield Jazz, put together. Yeah, uh, Alec was always uh, matching musicians, and this was probably the band that really cemented my attachment to Wakefield Jazz. This was the Snake Davis with John Ellis, Errol Roberts and Steve Williams. And they played together as a band for maybe four or five years, and even now are still in demand. And this excites me. When, I mean, when Snake comes to Wakefield Jazz, he always packs the place out. He's still got a really big following around here. He has indeed, yeah, with whichever format he brings. Yeah, and he has a lot of different styles and types of music. And what's the name of the track that you've picked for us? This is If I Had a Hammer and one of the many songs that I really enjoyed singing along to uh, and luckily everybody sang so loud that it didn't really matter that I was out of key, out of tune and out of everything else. But we had a great time. Between my brothers and my sisters, yeah. oh. 
the morning, yeah. I sing it in the evening, all over this land. It's the hammer of justice, it's the bell of freedom, yeah, yeah. It's the song about the love between my brothers and my sisters, yeah. Oh, all over this land, yeah. All over this land, yeah. All over this something very very different madeline peru next who i understand was american but really sort of found her feet when she was living in paris um i think maybe she's canadian but either okay. way she's north american i don't find leonard cohen songs as depressing as most other people seem to uh, and this one is one of my particular favorites and madeline peru's interpretation of this i find very acceptable dance me to the end of love Love 
Melancholy, sad, but generally satisfied with life. What a lovely, lovely song. And uh, next up we have, well, actually, Dave Newton is uh, one of my favourite pianists. I don't mind who he's playing with at Wakefield Jazz. I will just go and see Dave Newton. And he did one of the Jazz Heads radio shows last time he came to Wakefield. And he picked some fantastic tracks. So, did, in yeah. fact, if people haven't heard that, go back a couple of episodes and find yeah. uh, Dave Newton. And so what have you picked for us, Colin? Well, Wakefield Jazz has introduced me to many musicians, and this guy is one of my very, very favourites. Dave Newton, we could play any track and it would keep me happy, but I particularly like his rendition of Hello, Young Lovers. Thank you. 
great pianist. Next, we've got Vimala Rowe and John Etheridge, who came to Wakefield Jazz not that long ago. Yes, they were here in 2016, and this was another Wakefield Jazz evening where the atmosphere of the place just helps to uh, keep everybody spellbound. Uh, often I've bought CDs following a, an exciting perform live performance at Wakefield Jazz, and the CDs have turned out to be very disappointing, just lacking in atmosphere. But this CD from Vimala Rowe and John Etheridge is one that does play well. But her live performance of Malaika was just something rather, rather special.
Captivated me uh, when she sang that Swahili lullaby for us. That was really good. So, what have you got for us next, Colin? Our next one is another Snake Davis uh, band, uh, this time playing a tune by Mark Knopfler, uh, whose Dire Straits I thought were just quite wonderful and still do. So, this is Going Home. It is a very, very uh, memorable tune for me.
So that's the last of the music, Colin, and you've got something, well, very interesting for us for the next two tracks. Music does a lot for me, and I've uh, had some wonderful experiences being involved, uh, particularly with Wakefield Jazz. But there is another side of my life, uh, and some of the sounds from that uh, can make my hair stand up on the back of my head. We had Peregrine Falcons came to Wakefield and wintered on the cathedral spire about five years ago. They then went in the spring and bred wherever they went. And we discussed with the cathedral authorities how we could get uh, a breeding platform somewhere on the tower. They were not particularly interested at first, but eventually I think we won them over and they agreed to us putting a box up there uh, three years ago. And the wintering peregrines took no interest in it and disappeared. But very shortly after that, pair of peregrines came and nested in the box and they successfully reared three chicks. One of which, uh, unfortunately, shortly after fledging, was chasing something round the Westgate station area and she flew into the bush shelter and killed herself. Luckily, one of the uh, station staff was a, a wildlife fella and he had the good sense to pick up the body and put it in the freezer and keep it there until they managed to contact us. We then took the bird from him and found a taxidermist who did the most marvellous presentation of this bird for us. And it now lives in the display case in the cathedral, right at the east end of, of the church. We put a different box up on the tower in 2015-16 and the birds again nested there and they fledged four chicks in 2016. So if you were to watch and listen to Displaying Peregrine Falcons on Wakefield Cathedral, you can go there any time between January and March. We are expecting eggs in March this year again, and then as the chicks start to fledge and be fed in May and June, it gets really exciting. So the pre-mating display calls of a pair of peregrines is my special Number nine choice. Colin, thanks a lot for uh, picking some really, really interesting sounds for us to hear, including the, um, the Peregrine Falcon. It's, uh, it's been a really good show and something quite unique, so uh, really, really appreciated. What do you have for us as your last sound? 
Well, I'll just do a bit of advertising if I can first, and just to remind people that if they are interested in uh, in having a look at the Wakefield Peregrines, you can go onto the Wakefield Naturalists Society website and be careful how you spell that, uh, and look for the Peregrine Project and uh, see what's happening right now. Then, about 25 years ago, we went to Southern Africa for the first time, and I, I was hooked. I, I just knew that I would be going back, and we have done on a regular basis to Zimbabwe, to Botswana, South Africa, and Tanzania, Namibia, and we've had some great, great holidays. We spent a long time trying to get good sightings of a leopard, and eventually in October 2014, we were staying at Machaba camp in the Okavango Delta when we were lucky enough to hear the sound of a female leopard just coming into season and she was calling for a mate. We searched most of the day for this animal and couldn't find it, but eventually we did as light was fading and she was laid on a rock in the middle of some really dense scrub. And as we watched, she stretched her head forward and made this incredible burbling sound in the back of her throat. And the hairs on the back of my neck stood up and stayed there for a fair while. It was one of the most exciting days that I've ever had. But then in November 2016, we went back to Machaba and were shown the results of the efforts of this leopard to call and attract a mate. We saw the two of them together her and her 18-month-old son. Absolutely fantastic. <laughs>